Good morning and welcome to episode two of Tanya and Life. My name is Shmuley Springer. I have with me here Mendel Galitsky. And we will be discussing Tanya. And um, we are holding now in the forwards. How do you say I've done some malakit? Forwards, um, whatever. Editors forward. Editors forward. You see, that's why we need Shmuley here with the English. Um, so we left go in the middle. And... Um, Dr. Rebbe was saying in the first half of the of the of the Agdama that seemingly it would be better to get a one-on-one personal experience with the with the Rebbe. Why do you need it? Why are we putting all the life um, lessons in a book when it's hard to find and accept and all these different things? And now the Dr. Rebbe is going to give the answer why he decided to do it. So Dr. Rebbe says like this: Ach makira kamina. This is different because I, I'm catering to a crowd that I know, which is, It's to all members of the community that I know that we, had, we, have, a, we have a relationship already, one-on-one. Is the Alter Rebbe, in a certain sense, coming to say, after all of the compilations of Yechidosin, now I feel like I can actually compile it into a book of guidance? I think so, meaning with all the greatness of Alter Rebbe, there's a certain life experience that comes, the fact that he dealt with Chassidim for 20 years. Right, so he's saying, I'm, I didn't stop, I'm not sound, stomping. It, not, it might not sound so able for a Chassid to say it, but at the end of We're the day... We're not so able in Darshri, what are you going to do? What I'm saying is maybe the Alter Rebbe is great without this, he doesn't need the experience, but in in the practical world, you can think and think and think. But you can't compare once you have the 20-some years of experience that the Alta Rebbe had. Right. So that's what he means. But we're talking, what he we're talking in our language, and in our language we understand that experience makes you better. So even though the Alta Rebbe is a tzaddik and quote-unquote doesn't need that, but in a certain sense he's coming to say here, I'm, I'm, I'm basically writing uh, not a summary but like a compilation of everything we've been dealt with. So I'm, I'm, the answers will be... Based on the Right, yeah. Okay. So, Dr. Rebbe says, Dibo Shachiba. He had like a, he was, how do you, how would you say that in English? It's positive. Not, um, You're reading inside? Yeah, I'm just trying to say, Chiba is like a way of, like a loving uh, relationship he had. Okay. And people opened up, they were vulnerable. Uh, you like that word in English, I throw in. <laughs> Uh, everything that they were feeling in their hearts and their minds. So for you guys, I am writing these this compiling of the Kotamarim. Took and compiled from books. Some of it I took also from some great rabbis in Eretz Yisrael. Is there anything in the English you want to read? No, it's it's pretty straightforward. Okay. So I just I, I just wanted to add one point which I found pretty interesting. I was reading once. Uh, I can't remember what it's called, but it was a book about how to manage money. It's a very famous book, and. The guy, the basically it's taught in lessons, 
And a lot of people they'll 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 look at the, they'll look back on their life and they'll be like, oh, this was bad luck, that was bad luck, God hates me. And truthfully, life is all about learning, but sometimes we're just blindsided in the moment, and therefore we end up learning a lesson from it. And I remember very interestingly, like one of the second lessons the guy was providing. So basically this guy came over to this wise, wealthy man and he said, teach me your ways because I want to emulate you. I want to be wealthy. I understand that you're wealthy. So teach me the ways. And one of the things he told him was to take excess money from earnings and invest it with someone else. Whether it's giving him a loan or starting a business or whatever it may be and go into a partnership like this. Some of that money comes back to you as a profit and therefore you gain money over time. And I remember the guy basically gave his extra funds to like a fish merchant that was going overseas to buy diamonds. The guy came back penniless. And when and he was very frustrated and angry and disappointed. He's like, I took this extra earned money, I gave it to you and you lost my money. And the 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 teacher gave the simplest answer. He said, if you want to buy diamonds, give your money to a diamond dealer. Don't give it to a fish merchant. And it's like going back to the Atta Rebbe over here, mm-hmm. the Atta Rebbe for 20 years is dealing with neshamas, dealing with diamonds. It's like the Atta Rebbe is saying, hey, I have it all figured out for you. Yeah. Just look into it. And in the precise moment, your answer will come. You don't have to end... You don't have to go to fishermen to go. You don't have to go to smelly fish, right? Because that's the famous muscle where the guy goes over the seas and he, he, he sees diamonds all over the floor and he tries buying something and they say, what do you need this diamond for? Right? And then... Well, and they want the schmaltz. They want the schmaltz or the fish. And yeah. then he brings... Tru- he gets wealthy in that town. He, he brings truckloads, shiploads back. In the, in the fish industry. He comes back. Currency. Yeah, he comes back to his own town with 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 boats of fish, with boats of fish, and and ironically enough, they're like uh, currencies diamonds go, over here. Weren't you meant to go get diamonds? <laughs> so it's a nimshul for this vault, you know. Yeah. The nimshul is this vault. It's a mushul for this vault. So where are we inside? So we're holding the ktsatsam shemaiti. So the Rebbe is saying, first of all, I know you guys, and I'm going to take from. Different books and compiling from great people, but some of them I read, some of them I heard directly from back to Shmia. Go back to that previous episode. Yeah, I heard there, it says, some of them I heard from their saintly mouths when they were here yes, with us before they moved to Eretzisro, which is which is beautiful because it's like. Not that you would ever doubt the Alta Rebbe looking at a safer for whatever, but when he says, hey, I, it's like when you hear someone say, bro, I heard the story from the person that it happened to. Like, your eyes light up a bit more. It's like there's, there's in, truth circles, but then, you know, stories grow beards. So it's like the, the, the closer you are to the source, the more, the more you can appreciate it. So the Alta Rebbe is saying, hey, I heard it directly. That's right. The kulam, all of these, in chuves al shaylas rabbis, response on many questions. People come to ask my advice. The members of our community here, everybody comes in their level to ask for advice in the work of Hashem. Because of lack of time. 
To answer each person in a personal way, in a detailed way. So it's getting out of hand. Well, not that I guess maybe that's the not that I was getting more and more chiddim more Hashem. So By the you know, way, yeah. If you want to look at a parallel with the Rebbe, the Rebbe in a certain sense did the same thing for years while he was able to. He handled Yechidas, and what did you just tell me before we started this year? Look, I have the eighth volume of of, of, of Igris Kedish in English, yeah. and it's like today, it's like it's. I could talk for myself. It's a shame that I don't take advantage of it, and I need to, and I should, and I'm reminding myself that I should. But the amount of depth you can put the spiritual aspect of it on the side. Just the common, basic knowledge, like for example, when you're traveling, the Rebbe says to stop every hour at night. It's not some mystical thing. It's so you don't crash. It's very practical. The Rebbe had such a practical, simple sense to him that is so beautiful that we need to take advantage. And then when you go and you add all of the, the Yiddishkeit and the spirituality into it as well, it's like, it's, it's, it's piles of gold. It's piles of gold. But that's a very, I think it's very Balabatish way of saying like, the Rebbe just was a very smart man and had experience. That's very grub. I think we have to... I said because, no, the reason why by us it's perceived like that, that that's the right what the Rebbe says is the right way is because whatever the Rebbe is saying is direct from Hashem so. I didn't correct it I didn't word it correctly I was kind of coming to say to the Balabas even if you're going to look at it that it's just a smart yeah, man yeah, yeah. it's genius Never then it's even but I'm saying the reason why it's genius is because it's coming from a shit. Of course, but sometimes people can't really see it that way. People aren't so spitz chabad like us. Uh, yeah, listen, I got screwed into it. Okay, chas v'shav. Ashreinu matev chokeinu. They didn't ask your permission. They I actually... said in the first Basilagani, you're there to not because you wanted to, do, no one asked you, but that's the fact. But at the same time, every neshama also chooses when and where to go do its work. So, and by the way, talking about paradoxes in this world, everything has a counterpart and everything, and there's paradoxes. That's a perfect paradox. We weren't asked to come here, but at the same time, we, we asked to come here. It's so interesting. What do you mean? That the neshama has to come? Yeah, meaning you make a shvua, meaning every soul that descends. They ask its permission? They No, on the contrary, the neshama asks to come. The neshama gets to pick where and when to come to do its avayda. No. Did you say no? No, I said no. Yeah, no, so I'm saying it's incredible because there's both sides to it. On the one hand, from one. Absorbing what you're saying. Right, from one perspective, we don't have a choice, we're tossed into it. Like, oh, yeah, from, as Shmuley Springer, yeah, I have no idea why I'm here, and, and I was, and I didn't ask the gum. But at the same time, if I, if I get real and deep with myself, I, in, from the Etz and from the Metzias, I know that my neshama asked to come here to learn and observe and teach because... Correct. And for whatever detailed mission I have in that... Larger picture. They also use the terms It's not up to you to be born. It's not up to you to want to die. Mm-hmm. No, it's no. up to you how to live through that period. Yes. I take advantage. Yeah, like the thoughts, emotions, um, situations that come up in your life. 
that you don't have choice in that you can't control what you could control is how you perceive them and how you and and how you relate to them and whether or not you're actionable with them which is it's it's such a beautiful um freeing perspective because it really tells you yes it's difficult yes it's hard yes it's exciting but it's me it's me i make the decision and the more conscious we are about who we are and how we and where we come from when you connect to that, you, you really start today in davening. I actually, I got to a place like, so yeah. you say, um, you say, what's it called? Right. At the end of Shema, you say, MS, and you wait for the chazan to repeat it. If you daven yourself, you repeat it yourself. Cause it's meant to be, a, you know, you know the reason? I don't know the reason. Please tell me. I think because there's, um, Ramach or Shasa. One of the two, one of the either three sixty five or two forty eight. I never even counted. Okay. Words in Shema. Interesting. It's meant to be minus those three words. Right. So we repeat it to have those amount of words. So today, when I got to the second part of it, I don't know how it happened. Obviously, I guess I was meditating or whatever. But as I said it, I felt it. I felt that Havaya is MS. When it's Elikechem, Dafka through yeah. being in Teva. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I only know Havai and Teva. I only know Havai and Teva. What do you mean? You, you don't, you weren't by Harsinai? I was, but I can't feel that right now. Through work, maybe I could glimpse into it, but I can't. On a day-to-day life, I can't. So I was in this state, my eyes shut, I'm in Vegas, and I, I felt it. I was like, wow, even through the darkness, this is Havaya. I don't apply to, to, to this. And, and it was so profound. And what, I, what came, like this thought came from me. And I was like, wow, I don't have to be God. I just have to be me and allow God to flow through me. I need to be a Kaylee. Right. So I need to be a Kaylee for, I need to be a conduit. I need to be a Kaylee for that energy. And for so long in my life, I was, I was almost thinking of using the words get out of the way, but no. Better to say get into the way. Get into the way, not out of the way. The, the, the mind, the, the Yetzirah, the ego, that has to get out of the way. And when you breathe and you contemplate and you, deep, you have a deepest pain in this, you get in the way, not out of the way. And when you get in the way, you realize, wow, Hashem just wants to express himself through me. And it blew my mind because for so long I felt this energy always, but I, through certain, because of certain experiences in my life, I couldn't tap into it. And it was such a frustrating experience, frustrating existence, I should say. It was an existential uh, torment. Like I, it was overwhelming. And and through this realization and this getting to that consciousness, I was like, wow, this is all Hashem wants from me. All he wants is to flow through me. It was such an elating feeling. It was incredible. Wow. So you, this is all while you think Shema. This is during Shema today. Yes, today also during Shema. Like, I'm telling you, man, if I don't get a proper davening in, the days I can't do it. Wow. It hurts too much otherwise. I, I Call me crazy. And I, I was crazy. You never I, claimed to be normal. 100%. Me neither. <laughs> me neither. Never claimed to be normal. I'm actually reading a book right now by Dr. Gabor Mate. It's called The Myth of Normal. That's what he called the book. And he's an Hungarian psychiatrist who he's had a traumatic life. When he was two years old or maybe even a few months old, 
his mom handed him to a stranger because she thought he was going to die. Like the, the Hungary at the time with Nazi invasions and whatnot. It was so, life was so detrimental at the time because of starvation and no, and a lack of security. She handed, so like he writes in the book, like my trauma started then. And an entire life he's working through, you know, dealing with these innate traumas that, that, that made him. So it's and and he's bringing he's bringing this book now to the world to say hey a lot of the things that we consider normal today they ain't normal buddy and we have to reevaluate what's really going on and society it's a little it's a little tamished and it's a very interesting perspective wow. we ain't normal that's right <laughs> me and you were that's that's why we're such a good pair here by the way it's crazy how much we compliment each other it's beautiful yeah so we're let's try to cover some ground here. Hundred percent. So after that, we're saying I don't have time. Oh, number up to? In middle. I mean, near the Tell me the word. Number three. Gotcha. So first of all, there's no time. Second of all, So if I give you a personal advice, how long are you gonna remember every detail? Of, yeah. Of what. Before, because forgetfulness is common. Exactly. I will. So if you write it down, you can just remember. First of all, it's actually interesting because simply writing something down imprints in the brain a lot. And they, they, they can record this. Imprints the, on the brain a lot more than hearing something. So... And and also in terms of reading something as well, when you read with a when you visually stimulate stimulate yourself to for information, that also resonates and penetrates a lot more. So it's very interesting how the author is saying here is like, yeah, I could tell you something, but like realistically, in a week you're gonna be pissed off. It's not gonna work out. And you're just gonna completely forget my advice. Versus, you can always remind yourself to go back. I'm not doing well. What do I need? Ah, I could go hit the book. The book will tell me what to do. Because remember, right? Why are we doing this yeah. to begin with? Me, you, right now. First of all, stop to learn. But also, it's because Tanya is a navigating tool through this life. And we're trying to learn how to live the best life through it. Through the lens of Tanya. That's right. And if we're doing it, we might as well help other people. So if anybody gains from this, great. If no one does, then me and you had a great time. Exactly. Right there. So, okay. I wrote... Therefore, I wrote every answer on every question. Wow. So the Altarev is like taking a Christ now for, for now and for the next 100 years or 250 years, how many years later, Shmuley Springer, Mendiger, Litz going to be sitting there and I'm going to have the answer for every question they ever had. Can we pause on how profound that is? I, don't, I still don't have words. I want you to articulate it. Yeah. I'm, I still don't have words for how profound it is. <sighs> to me, it blows my mind and I'll tell you why it blows my mind. In our, in, in our perspective, yeah. we're not tzaddikim, right? We're halavai, we're abandonim, we're whatever, you know? Yeah. Which is what we're trying to accomplish right now. In our, in our perspective, time and space, obviously you can, you can think on it deeply and, and remove yourself from it somewhat in an abstract sense to understand, but time and space is very real and factual in our day-to-day lives. There's limits to time and space, and we, and we live through a lens of time and space. But we all know that tzaddikim, 
how does it, Tachat Hashemesh, how do you say above it, like beyond? Mi'al. Mi'al Like we know that Tzadikim live in this dimension, yet time and space is something that they live with, but they could just move it to the side if they want. And and this is a perfect example. So many times. There's some story with the Alter and the Badichever, uh, yeah. from getting the details right. When they're, they made a chasm with their eight o'clock, one of the Alter Rebbe's eight o'clock, the was a big thing. Hundreds, thousands of people came. And they were trying to get through, everybody was trying to go from one room, from point A to point B, and there was one door. It was pushing, it was hard to get through, so the Badichever turned to Alter Rebbe and said, why don't we just like walk through the wall? It's not a big deal. <laughs> That's beautiful. It's like, yeah, why not? So going back so to what I, I yeah. said, it's like, it's, that's not the point. The point is to live in Elam HaZagashmi. Yeah. And never then, there are times when they had to do what they had to do, so they would be in the same place at the same time, or they would fly the wagon. These things are real because we know that Havaya runs this world, and Teva is just a limiting um, perception of what Havaya is. So, so going back, it's, so many times in our lives, we ask ourselves, oh, it's 2022, does God really exist? Oh, it's 2022, does Tyre really apply? Oh, it's 22, times have changed. No, time and space is just an illusion for us to have a more hard time to connect to source. And this is a perfect example of how Hashem is Havaya and time and space doesn't matter because what you just said, the Alter Rebbe 200 something years ago, wrote down answers for me, wrote down answers for you. And it is so real, it's beautiful. That's right. By the way, this whole thing of like 2022, rubs me the wrong way. You know, I've been hearing this since like 2015, people tell me, you know, it's 2015 now. So, and then the next year, it's 2016. So what? I mean, people yeah. have said it in the past, people are saying it now, and people are going to say, in 2035, they're going to say, 2035, in 2022, we were stupid. So, I think it's because we're in a very, very prost materialistic time right now, and it's very hard to perceive God. And I was at a Tanya share line last night by Levy Jacobson, and someone said something very interesting. He said, there is help today, but today everybody has to be their own mechanic. Meaning back in the day, there was a hierarchy. Your father sent you to the cheder, and the melamed taught you, and it got handed down. Today, there's so much knowledge and information. We have to find God from within, from ourselves, through all the darkness. And I, when I say darkness, yet yeah, life can be tough, but I mean simply the darkness of the modern technology distracting us, connecting to it. And when you tap into it, you realize that all of that's just to utilize and expand on God. Like, for example, I never had social media in my entire life. The closest I had to it was WhatsApp. I, when I was in yeshiva, when it really started blowing up, and whatever somehow God gave me this beautiful understanding to realize that it's the worst thing for me, so I just stayed away from it. And even when I hid phones in yeshiva, I ended up giving them back to the manal because I'm like, if I'm in yeshiva, I'm here to do something, and if I have a phone, I'm not doing what I'm here to do. So why am I here, right? I could go work. Why are my parents wasting for me to? It just didn't. Click. You're a sharpshooter, straight up guy. I get to the point. You know, now, BS. now, the other day I was thinking about this podcast and Bechlau, like now that I'm starting to get more into the veld and trying to help people and trying to spread God's God's word. I'm like, here I have social media, but I know it's pressed and I never had to do with it. And then I hopped. I'm like, no, if you realize that the primary is, is Hashem and Hashem made social media so you can expand on his word and, and name, then you're already protected. 
I'm only using this mitzvah for Hashem. The Rebbe said it about the television. The radio, yeah. The radio, the television. Everything Hashem created was for his, for his greatness. Right. Never, so, but nevertheless, the Rebbe, told, the Rebbe said they shouldn't have a television in their house. So right. you have to know how to... So exactly that point. So like, you have to I'm, know how to balance it out. Right. So I'm not, saying, I'm not saying that I'm opening up an Instagram account tomorrow. But what I'm saying is that I am open to dealing with social media in the future if it's going to spread... Love and, and godliness, 100%, because yeah. it's a tool. It's how you use the tool. We have to know that, you're, that you have the kalim not to get caught up in the, in the shtosim around it. 100%. Because some people, like, let's say they have, and they do good intentions, and they do good, let's say they're spreading, but then they get caught up in the whole, like, Facade how many people are following me? How do I get more people to follow me? If it's light, it's tight, and it's meant to be spread, you put it onto your... Twitter, let's say, right, and you go to sleep. You're whatever. You continue doing your your work. If Hashem wants, Hashem will want people to see it. Good. It's like our, it's like you just said earlier about our podcast. We're learning Tanya. If someone wants to listen, good. If no one listens, we had fun. You also know? good. Also good. It's not. We're so, not looking. We're looking to spread the light, but it's not like we're gonna run after how many every day reload. How many people watch? How many get? You know, you have to cut that all that stuff in Right. So I think a lot of this awareness and understanding came from not ever using it. And now I'm coming to realize that like, hey, th- if I'm just a conduit of God's flow, then I have nothing to do with those numbers. Those numbers have nothing to do with me. It's I need to do what I need to do to serve God. And if 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 I'm serving God correctly, the numbers will be there because he wants me putting it out. But the numbers have nothing to do with me. My cash or me. I'm just, I'm just, I'm the vessel that, I'm, that, it's not that about, he's flowing It's not about from. me. Then it's, not, then that, it's about your own yeshes. Exactly. Then. So, so now that I've been away from it for so long and I came to really, this realization, that's, that's giving me somewhat of a confidence to be like, oh, I believe that, that I won't get, I won't get trapped into it. Never then I'm a human being and anything's possible. So I have to, you know, be very cautious. I have to discuss it with my spiel, whatever it is. But it's it's really cool to realize that hey, this is a tool, and if it's a tool for kaddish, it's you, your kaddish means holy and separated. It means that you're protected. By definition, kaddish is yeah means like you're separated from all the. All so the, I can all use it for kedusha. Like I said, the television that ever said not to have it, but nevertheless, use it to broadcast the Rebbe's you don't have it, use it, right? I don't have a smartphone, but I can use these apps to create content and help people. That's beautiful wording. Like, don't have it for having it. Have it to use it. Correct. As a tool. This iPhone that's sitting here right now, it's my brother's old phone. I feel uncomfortable when it's in my pocket, I'll be honest. But I also know that I'm taking it to your house to record something for a greater good. So it's okay if I'm a little uncomfortable. But it's like... That's bitter. Yeah. It's, wow. it's, I'm accepting that, that... No, but you just realize Bitlo can work in all shapes and forms. Yeah. They, just like, is that what said? Just like the Etihad comes in all shapes and forms? Yeah. No, Bitlo Kipshut, Bitlo is literally realizing that you're just a vessel of God's energy. That's, that's, that's Bitlo on a, on a, on a, on a level of Das. Bittal on a level of actually uh, undoing is, is a much harder, even to get to Das is difficult. But once you get the DAS, then you can start implementing it into actionable deeds.
the real bit doesn't mean like uh, you know the old timers just sit by for bringing to your your stick drag here. Nobody, that's like that they got it wrong. That's when I'll say we're in twenty twenty two. No, real bit means that you have to realize that uh, Hashem's in you. You realize you tap into your Yeah, that you are source. Self esteem, self esteem, in one hand, and the other hand, the Altareb is always into like don't BS yourself. The MS, you know the story with the it says Nayim Yam that Altareb added me this MS Liankif to one of you guys Sakadish. Okay. Meaning that we we're looking for the truth, and because of that he lost twenty something, thirty something thousand chassidim. Right. He could have had after one of the debates, I think it was, and a lot of people were getting a spell on Altareb. They wanted to join him. Because Altareb said, like, I'm not in, I'm not looking, I'm looking for the real stuff. I'm looking for real people. If you're joining me, you have to be real. He lost 20, 30,000, whatever the number was, a big amount of people that could have joined him. Yeah, but realistically, those people weren't, they weren't up to par. Meaning, with the Altareb. Quantity is, or quality? Like was, quality. Meaning, with yeah. the Altareb is putting out, it's only, it's only, it can only be, it can only, you need to be receptible to it. You can't be stomped. Like, you have to be... And it's actually interesting that you're saying, like, the, you have to have self-confidence. The self-confidence comes from the, from the realization that you are mom's source. But then at the same time, you have to break yourself. That's, that part is also equally important because we have an ego. An ego is a defense mechanism system that reminds us that we're living in a, time, in a world of time and space and materialism. And godliness doesn't exist. So that's what you need to break. And when you have that perfect duality of breaking the ego and realizing that, no, I am source, not only are you breaking yourself in a healthy way, you're building your self-esteem and confidence because you're realizing, hey, I'm source, and that ego that's just distracting me is not even me. It's just the Yitzhahara coming to distract me from doing what needs but to be it's done. Tough of to know, it's the toughest of Aida, and that's what the Alta Rebbe is bringing the Tanya for. He's coming to say, hey, we have a very, it's near to you, but oh boy, is it difficult. But look in here, and you'll figure it out over time. And there's nothing more beautiful than that. So, Alkanian Shat, the color truth is a color shadows. Lemishmedes laice. It should be um, available. Uh, how do you say Lemishmedes? It should be uh, uh, recorded on the records. How, how he, he says to be to be preserve, preserved as a sign and to serve as a reminder in There's everyone's a- mind. Lizukarin Benenov, which is a, he's using actually a, the verse from, from uh, that's connected to Tefillin. Just I don't know what's Shema. what's that showing up. Tefillin is connected to Shema. Shema is Tefillin. Okay. What do we have in Tefillin? Yeah, but not only Shema. Right. I meant to remember what we learned in seventh grade or something. <laughs> <laughs> like that ever says, Shechametzuya. Right. Anyways. You probably didn't remember the next day. <laughs> Whatever, you had a test to take. <laughs> After the test. After the test. Anyways. Uh, I saw a really, really funny video, and it's not, it's not Negea, but I'm going to throw it in there anyway. This guy is looking down on a, on a test, and he's going nuts. He's going nuts. He's going nuts. He can't write anything down, and the teacher walks by, and he says, Andre, is everything okay? He's like, ah, Andre, that's my name. <laughs> 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 yeah, I say that because when I was in elementary, the only thing I wrote on my tests were my name. At least you knew your name. I did know my name. 
So you knew your etzim. And that's a good start. You know how to tap into yourself. Yeah, next time I'm going to bring something over that we're going to discuss. It's very interesting. The other day, before Davni, I opened up Sefi Yitzira for some inspiration. And it starts off saying that Hashem created the world with 32 paths of wisdom. I think we... we did I discuss you this said it yesterday? Yeah. Which is the twenty-two ACS and the ten, the ten numbers. Right. The 20, 22 I, letters of the olive base. Ten ACS. Uh, so I mentioned that I matched my name with it. No. Basically, so so after reading that. Which is Lamed Beis and Sivis Correct. The thirty-two pathways are the twenty-two ACS. I discussed it with another friend. Okay, fine. Twenty-two ACS and ten numbers. Which is Kamos and Echus. Exactly. Quality, you yeah. you you describe something's quality in words. You describe something's quantity in numbers, and. Well, we're doing that, but we're mimicking creation. That's how God created this universe. So I did something very interesting because they had an index there and it basically showed all 32 and what they represented in terms of when, in terms of Sukkim and Torah of how Hashem created. As in, for example, Shin was, and God saw that it was good in relation to something. You have to go into the Torah and see what it meant, what it referred to. So I basically wrote my name down the long way. Shmuel Springer, Shin Memvav Aleph Lamed, Shin Pei Reish Yud Nun Reish. And then I matched up with the index of each letter. Of each thing. So, like, let's say Shin Shmuel was, and God thought it was good, and then Vav. And I don't remember it, and I'm going to bring it over tomorrow so we could discuss it. I, I think anybody should do that. It was very, very interesting, and it very much resonated with my life. I felt like Shmuel was the first phase and stage of life that I went through. And I feel like Springer, which is ironic because I'm about to, like my name Shmuel on the River, I feel like I'm about to spring into life. And like when we, when I bring it over and break it down, it's like mamish, wow. It's very interesting. I want to do it with your name also. Okay. I, I guess I have to buy a safe Yutsiru. Maybe I'll b- borrow it from Ellie. So. Okay, so we just said that the Alta Rebbe is is writing this not only to the people that he knew intimately. Actually, I'm not going to say that. To the people he knew intimately. And he knew us. He knows us intimately. Yeah. Beautiful. So, they shouldn't, they're not going to be pushing anymore in fighting and trying to get into line. Just to In these letters, in the Tanya, you'll find... Um, you want a good word, right? Yeah. Tranquility. Tranquility to your soul. And the proper... To counsel. Counsel to everything that's hard on you. Someone who has short knowledge. Doesn't know how to figure out, open a tanya and see what it is and figure out the answers to his question. Wait, I wanna I wanna pause yeah. there a second because that's interesting. What's the Alter Rebbe coming to say by if someone has a short answer, a short mind? Like, I mean, a short mind. Someone who's not can't figure it out. Someone who's not a deep thinker. You know, have to realize the fact till, um, till Der Shvi, there was a big uh, strictness of not doing anything to the tanya. The Rebbe Shab once said very sharp, not Chas not to add any Piroshim in Tanya. It was like a very holy, it was like the Chomish, you're not allowed to do anything to the Tanya. And the Rebbe is like the one that made, let's translate the Tanya. The first thing the Rebbe did, translated the Tanya in the 50s to Yiddish. Then he translated it to English. 
So then so the, made the question I'm, right. The question I'm asking is how is Tanya going to work for someone who can't comprehend? That's what that I've been saying. Ah, he's asking another question. That, no, not, not really. I asking. He's by vaudering. He's saying those who can't figure it out. Okay. Which was till Baruch Hashem their speed came and the Rebbe is like very just right. make everything easy, accessible. It used to be certain open source. Exactly. In, in technology, companies, right? You have two types of companies. You have one company that writes software and 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 they're they they come from, from a skeered uh, they come from a skeered perspective and they, they think paranoid. paranoid, thank you, that's a much better word. They come from a skeered paranoid perspective and they say, Oh, we built this and we want the money and we want the funds and if we put it out there, we're gonna get screwed. Okay, crank and cup. Then there's companies that decide open source. We built something. We're doing open source right now. We built something and we want to give it to the world. If you can make it better, I'll smile. 100%. And that's what Darashvi is. It's, it's all about put as much as you can out there. Because everybody and anybody can use it. I, and that's what the, as soon as, that was the whole thing when the Rebbe came to America, like, Star with Kahas, right? Everything from Chassidus that ever got his hands on, print, print, publish. And they even said, like, there used to be Chassidus, the old farm of Chassidus were printed with Rashi letters. Mm-hmm. They ever said, uh, I think it was Tashman Test, 1989, they ever said Rashi letters are going to be hard for some people to read. Print them for now on in regular letters. They ever wanted as much Chassidus to be published yeah and it's interesting to know if public you, and published if you, yeah if you look at the videos of the Rebbe most gifts that the Rebbe receives are, are sperm either new or old the Rebbe always asks publishers to send him this one yeah okay so we're Bavarn okay fine so those who can't figure out how to get the answers from Tanya and even you know what it even applies still today because even with all the Shior Vesipa Tanya and all the resources and classes and books still it's hard for someone some people the tiny, the, they think the tiny won't talk to them. They're scared. They... A lot of times, sometimes it's not even from an intellectual perspective. It could simply be like Tumtum Alev. Like Tumtum some... Alev, you would translate in modern English, ignorant? No. Oblivious? No, no, no. Ignorant and oblivious is, 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 a, is a lack of understanding and knowledge. Tumtum Alev is simply the heart is restricted to opening up. Like, you can only connect to God when you can open up your heart and feel your emotions and express yourself. In today's society, unfortunately, there's, there's so much stimulus going on and so much stress and so much um, aggravation that sometimes people are just so overwhelmed and they, result, they, they revert back to cold cognition. They only start functioning on a very intellectual way. And... I could I could talk from experience. I've suffered from that without for a long time emotions. without any emotions. Al Tereb this. I think we ever say don't touch the emotions. Huh? We don't. Al never or this as far as I'm as far as I'm as I know doesn't ever say block the emotions, but it says that the emotions come from the from the mind. child on the left. The seichel should control the emotions. Correct. The seichel should control the heart. Whatever the heart is feeling, all the emotions should. Be born as a child from one hundred percent. But there are times where some people get so intellectually methodical that they that they deactivate the part. See, here's the vart. When you when you're talking about heart and emotions and middays, it could go both ways, right? You have the animalistic and you have the soulful. And a lot of people, when they're when they're not in, as in tune with their soulful 
emotions. Soulful emotion neshama. Yeah, soulful midas. What ends up happening is they lock it all down, and then and then it just becomes co-cognition, and and a it's a very very difficult life life to live. But Seichel B, is kaltkeit. Kaltkeit, yeah. A maskil is a maskil is someone who can actually enjoy Tyra for the enjoyment of studying an intellectual concept, yet it won't penetrate his soul. He won't feel he it. it. No he doubt. blocks it. So, so what the I just want to add a little bit to the author of is saying not only, not only the author of is saying that yeah, there are people that sometimes they're they're pushed. You know, they're they're They they say tehillim all day, and it might not work. But also, I want to bring in another point. In today's days, sometimes just by living, you can have Timtama live. You don't even have to be doing anything bad. Like it's, we're living in a time where it's very difficult to really tap into that. And, and obviously the, the, the Tanya elaborates on that immensely, which is why we're going to, why we're learning this. I'm going to get to it, but it's just another interesting point. I'm trying to say another point is like, not only... The seichel is meant to lead to, to the midas. The whole reason why we're using seichel is only for the midas. Meaning the whole, what, what, are we, what are we trying to get to? Why did Alter ever start the whole seichel and chacham bin And like, because of this two main mitzvahs of avayira. So many times in Kotateri you say you have to have avayira. How are you meant to have avayira? How you, how's the Abishra commanding meant to command you to to love? What now Alter ever says through his Bible. So the point is to get to the heart. Right. And the Seichel is just helping us get to the heart. Right. So, so here's, and this is where nuance plays a very, very important role. Because what you're saying is 100% correct. I, mean, I think actually other places says when Mashiach comes, we're going to have only, now the main thing is the Midas. And the Seichel is just helping us get to the Midas. Mashiach comes, the main thing is going to be the, the Seichel, the three... There's something about that. That's possible, but I, I want to yeah, I want to yeah, go, go back to what I'm you're sorry saying. Sorry for that's it's absolutely yourself. fine. Yeah. There's there's a very important nuance over here. A lot when I said that a lot of people end up reverting back to cold cognition, it's because to tap into those emotions through the mind, meaning allowing the mind to contemplate and awe and love, and then evoking these emotions it takes real meditation and concentration and consciousness but when you're living stam in the veld you can be you can have you can be very you, you can you can think on a very thoughtless way of thinking if that makes sense meaning like you can just go through it go, through go with it. the flow go with the flow and you're 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 using your mind to navigate but on the shallowest sense, in the sense day that you're in, just day, out, day in day out, you're just doing make it. Make breakfast, go to work, go make lunch. Exactly. Go to sleep, so you're using up. your mind, but there's no real awareness or thoughtfulness to it. And I think that's in today's days because we're dealing with so much instant gratification versus delayed gratification. That's really yeah. That's really where where this problem falls into place because if it's like, oh, I just need this and I just need that and I just want this and I just want that and you're always just chasing that, then you never really stop. It's like a fire, right? Stop, drop, and roll. You never actually stop to think, why am I here? What am I doing here? And when you stop and think with a mindful concentration, that's when you can start evoking those two emotions. So there's a real nuance there where, yes, is very important, 
but you have to really understand what you're doing with it. That's what Tanya's here. 100%. We're here to learn from the man. That's right. Anyway, so go to the greater ones, to the older ones. Should be either in your city. They'll explain it to you. I am asking to them, to these elderlies of the cities. Don't cover your mouth with your hand. And act. Pretend like you are Mr. Humble, the shiftless. He says over here not to keep silent when asked for advice for fear of appearing to be proud in their knowledge. Exactly. If Hashem gave it to you, He gave it to you so you can give it to someone else. Don't think that it's for Zich. If you so think it's for Zich. What are you coming to me for? No, it's. I'm no, coming, that's what Dr. Rebbe yeah. saying. Don't, yeah. If you're a citizen and you know Tanya and you know what Dr. Rebbe wants, and a simple person comes to you and says, I can't figure it out, what does Dr. Rebbe want? Don't come to me. I don't want to be the Mr. Big Shot. Then you become worse than the simple exactly. person because you have. The, it's what's the why? Why are human? Be, why do humans have the potential to be worse than animals? Because an animal is present and it's doing its service. It doesn't have another option. Yet at the same time, we are here to serve God, and sometimes we choose not to. We're worse than a sheritz because the sheritz is actually serving God. So when we consciously decide not to serve God, or I think a lot of times it's not really conscious. I think a lot of times we negate serving God from really, it's really coming from like a place of emptiness and sometimes it's misdirected. Meaning if you if you feel empty and you want to fill your emptiness with truth, you'll seek God. But sometimes it's difficult to do that and you'll find other ways to, to fill it because other, other false things seem as if it's filling that gap, but then eventually it just empties out again and then you're empty again. So, it's just, it's interesting to know. It's known the great punishment for someone who holds back. And the great reward. It's interesting because he says over here withholds foods, but it's really referring to Torah, probably. Yeah. Okay. Bar is food, like uh, we had Lish Berber, like now the Tarsha uh, last week, two weeks ago, about the Ankavinu sending the Shvatim to Mitzrayim to get food. Yeah. Good morning. Oh, the Tanish. Also in Kehelis, yeah. all the time, he's, he's saying that the, the only true purpose and enjoyment is eating and drinking. And then you look at the Mepharshim and it's saying, Chas Hashom, eating and drinking. It's talking about Torah Mitzvahs. Yeah. How's it translate that? I got lost in the, in the inside. Oh, so read it. Read it out loud. No, I got lost in the inside. Where yeah. are you? He's quoting Pesukim, but what is what is Alter ever trying to bring with these Pesukim? That's what. Yeah, where are you up to? Marian and Shneim. Yeah. Okay, and also, how great is the reward granted to one who's one who provides such knowledge? Ah, so he's basically bringing the the the, the polar opposite. He's saying, shame on the person who doesn't share the knowledge, and how great is the person that does? This will um this is well known from the comment of our sages on the verse. God enlightens the eyes of them both. 
So he has something on this verse. The verse reads, The pauper and the wealthy man meet. God enlightens the eyes of them both. The Gemara applies this to a pauper in, knowledge, in Torah knowledge and to one who is wealthy in Torah. When they meet and the wealth and the wealthy one teaches the pauper, God enlightens the eyes of, the, of both of them with a light that transcends them both. So in terms of, of someone, like you were saying earlier, someone who's, who's well elaborated in Tanya and understands the doctor he wants and someone simple comes over to him and says, teach me Tanya. And he's like, oh, me, who's, how am I, whatever. So he needs to understand that the doctor is asking about Kasha to actually remove himself and realize that he's just a conduit for Hashem and provide this information to this year. Then and, 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 and the Gemara brings a perfect example. That guy has Bittl in the wrong way. Like I said, Bittl comes in all shapes and forms. It's not Bittl, it's Yashas. Exactly. It's Sometimes perceived as Bittl, but it's Yashas. Exactly. That's beautiful. Thank you for pointing that out. It's perceived, yeah. And, and what he's saying over here is that when someone who is lacking in Torah knowledge meets someone who has an in-depth amount of Torah knowledge, when they meet and they, and, they, and they merge together and they learn from each other, Hashem provides a light greater than what they both had already. So that's what the Pasuk was coming to say. What is he saying about that? So I just want to read before that. Yeah. Um, Thus God will cause his face to shine upon them with the light of the contentence of the king which provides life. May he who provides life to the living grant us the privilege of living to see the days when no longer will one man teach another to know me, referring to Hashem, for they will all know me, referring to Hashem, from the smallest to the greatest. So it's interesting because you mentioned earlier that we're gonna the lost love the it's gonna switch a little from the from the shalat al to only needing the mayach. In a certain sense, I feel like the we needed to we need to evoke emotions to to perceive and feel God because of because of the sleep we're in in Gullus. But when Mashiach comes, there's gonna be such a das that everybody will perceive that it's gonna be straight it's gonna be straight mayach. But the real mayach, like that we were discussing with the con- with the with the consciousness, with the concentration, with the spaniness, like we're gonna be in that state, and I'm gonna see you, you're gonna see me, and we're just gonna learn Torah equally, and it's gonna be beautiful. You're not gonna need one another. Everyone's gonna know Hashem. Hashem. Gamer. Since we get to the point where everybody will just know God. Now the last part, the Altareb is going to just speak about just the, the print, technical things seemingly. And now, after this above mentioned compiled was spreading through everyone, I thought this Rabbi's meaning to say from Shane Shunim, copies from different types of copies, from different types of people. You know, daily by Taka Shane, it's Rabu, Kimei Rabu. Hatal Sarfrim, a lot of mistakes. A broken telephone happened, copied and copied, and this guy made a copy, and he, those days there's no copy machines. You have to rewrite it by hand. Right. So, mistakes happened, and then people say that Al Tareb is also hinting over that Misnagdim on purpose went and changed certain things around um, to make Al Tareb look bad. 
This was before that tiny was formally printed in the Al Tareb formally printed as a safer. It was different parts of it were going around different booklets right. in an informal way, and then mistakes were going around, and then and Musnagdim went and like Bashmut uh, the Al So this is so the Al Tareb says like this. Well, Zeis, therefore, Dava Rukum Shal Nashim Efreisim Hanikuvim Hanal May. What's the Rosh Tevis there? Ma'aver Ladaf. Ma'aver Ladaf. On the other side of the page, I said their names. Litreya um, Begufa. They went and toiled with their own body, Ma'edam. And their money, their. He says, therefore, the spirit of the noble, nobleman mentioned on the previous page, referring to the partners of Shalom Shachna and Mordechai. That's what the. We skipped that part of physician Anipali right. and Bakayan. He writes the names so, of, right. the, of the people who were after they assigned them with the project of actually getting it printed in a formal way. One of them, Shalom Shachan, was the Tzemotzedek's father, actually. Dr. son-in-law. Could be at that time he wasn't even a... I believe at that time, already, he, the, the, his wife passed away. Tzemotzedek's mother for sure passed away by then and could be he even got remarried. Interesting. But he was whatever. So the author is referring to those people, he says, has generously moved them to make a personal and financial a financial effort. So they basically took the project very much to heart. And they made sure that it's correct uh, fully. And I thank them. Because Terra mentions a few, few times not to steal other someone's property. And he has all these different curses and bad things can happen to someone who steals someone else's property. Okay, I'm adding more to what it says in the Pasuk. I'm making a special strict rule not to, besides what the Pasuk says not to steal, but I'm also adding extra, a special thing. No one has permission to steal. Not yourself. In a certain sense, this is the, the author of uh, signing copywriting contracts. He's basically saying, yeah. like, do not touch this, and I don't need to have an OC on it because I have God with me. And if God, and if you go against God, he will take care of you. Meshech, for the next Chamish Shonim, for the next five years, Mim Klaes Atfus, from when the printing had finished, and those who listen will be blessed. This is the words of the Rebbe in his compiler. Wow. How does he say? I'm in English. Compilers forward. forward. So we finished the compilers forward. I guess we'll finish here. Absolutely. Any and, thoughts, uh, finishing thoughts. Anything finishing thoughts? Um, I'm glad that now we have a real understanding as to why the Alter Rebbe needed to put this out. And my excitement to actually start learning Tanya for the first time is 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 In incredible on a deep level. Yeah, because here's the truth: I've learned. I could say I've learned Tanya in the past, glimpses of it. I've done chitas at certain times. I've started from the beginning. I've never actually decided to learn Tanya in depth for the sake of bettering my life. And, and I'm just excited 
to take on this this journey with you and with everybody else who wants to join us. So yes. um, everybody have a blessed day and uh, to be I'll continued. I'll just finish with the story that happened Please. yesterday. If anybody was following the first shear, I'm not the, actually it's not a shear. Um, this is just two chassidim learning Tanya. Halavai chassidim. Halavai. So yesterday, Shmuley somehow came up in the conversation about eating good meat. Like, I quoted a Gemara that said that you could only... No, so I, I, I think I was the one that brought up the Gemara. I told you that it's a Gemara that says that there was Tanayim that Dafka ate good meat in order to... And that, right, meat and wine. Yeah, and then after the shear, I went to 770 to Davin and I did Tanya before Davening. And boom, right there, that was yesterday's Tanya, Dala Tevis. Wow. Al just quoted right there. Shmuley, I called you right away. We were like, it's like a simon that this is like... Hashem's on our side. 100%. All right. We'll see you now. Brothers, stay blessed.